0: Coming up on today's show, five regrets that many retirees have. We'll offer ways to avoid adding the woulda, coulda, and shoulda list. That and much more now. Welcome in to The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso.
1: Welcome in, everybody. This is the retirement referee with Steve Caruso. This is the show where we blow the whistle on financial fouls. On am consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Steve, of course, best selling author, Cookie Cut This Retirement Distribution Strategies for the Nonconformist and Independent uh, Advisor. He is a fiduciary with more than 20 years helping folks get to retirement. Uh, hi, Steve. How are you? How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing well, thank you. And uh, I, I like this, the woulda, shoulda, coulda list. We all have that going on, I think, <laughs> throughout life yeah. at, at times. Uh, and, and you know, we're talking about regrets here, and I think it's going to be interesting because the list is, is not that long, but I am sure that you've probably heard all of these, beginning with, I wish I'd started earlier, transitioning into retirement.
0: Y- yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's – everyone – wants to have saved more by the time they get to retirement sure it's like 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 one of those things um where you know i I, and i talk about this uh in my book um the difference in mindset of i call it like someone who reminisces versus someone who laments and we all know people like this in our life right that will look at an old picture and they'll the person with the kind of the reminiscer, uh mindset will look back on it fondly and say oh that was a good time and then they've moved on with their life, but that you know they they still remember that fondly. Whereas the lamenter will say, "Oh, we didn't we didn't get to go back there again," or we all you know. And so it's just kind of a different sort of uh, kind sort of, of
1: approach, sort of an eor approach,
0: right? Exactly, <laughs> like, a, and then this like almost lamenting the fact that you didn't you, you didn't do certain things, and so that that tends to happen more so with people who are procrastinators um, than you know, than the people who have been diligently plugging away uh, for their retirement. But even the people who plug away for retirement, when we have a market like the one that we're in now, and you tell them, oh, you're still okay to retire, they don't feel okay to retire because every fiber of their bones tells them that they should stay, they should stay, continue to work until the market improves. And if you're ready to go out and you have enough money, then you're ready to go out. It's just about allocating your assets correctly.
1: That's the plan, right? I mean, that's, that comes down to the, the plan and giving uh, you know, someone the confidence it takes to, to take that big step. But I think that's one of the things that you do. One, you know, you're a fiduciary advisor, you've got a lot of experience, and, and you've been through some ups and downs. So you can set people up today knowing that the money they need today is there today and the money that they need 15, down the, 15 years down the road, well, that's out there in growth land.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so that's, that's what the whole time segmenting does. And so even if you have, even if you're on the doorstep of retirement, and you haven't, you haven't done a time segmented allocation, it's not too late. I mean, the market has been great for 12 years. So it's down, it's down a little bit uh, now, but um, you could still carve out the money that you're going to need to spend in the near term. um, And, you know, and still have uh, plenty invested for growth so that you're you're not you're not struggling uh down the road so if you if you've done a good job saving chances are even even reallocating now in in a not ideal scenario um you'll still be okay
1: sure and uh, so again one of the other things that uh, regrets that people have as they get close to retirement I wish I had gotten help with high level strategies sooner steve what's a high level strategy help me out there so
0: High level strategies are looking at the big picture, right? So it, okay. it's looking at looking at um looking at like the taxes you're going to pay and when you're going to distribute the money. So I'll give you a, I'll give you a quick example. So the the natural instinct when the market is like this is to sit on your hands and do nothing, right? Yes. But now let's just say you have $250,000 in the bank in cash and you have a 401k that has gone down, um, you know, by 25%. So now it's a 301k, and you have, uh, you know, you you have that 25% loss in the stock piece of your 401k. Well, you could do a couple of things right now, knowing that you're going to eventually have a, a pretty significant minimum distribution. So let's just stick with that same example: 250,000 dollars of cash. Uh, let's say a million dollars in the 401k. Now, say that million dollars was a couple months ago, a million and a half. Okay. Now, you, you could theoretically convert a piece of it now while the market's down so that when it comes back up, which it eventually will, you could take that most aggressive piece, convert it, sell it out of the IRA while it's down, buy it back in the Roth, pay the taxes on it. Now, when it comes back, all of those gains are going to be tax-free as opposed to being taxed as earnings. The other option you could do is if you don't want to get hit with a big tax bill is you could replace. So say you have an S&P 500 index fund in your 401k and it's down um, you know, 20%. Sure. Well, you could sell out of that in the retirement account and buy back an index fund in a brokerage account using some of your cash. Why does that... Why does that work? Well, again, when it comes back up a year from now, it's taxes long-term capital gains, which is a flat tax. And so you want to own your your more aggressive or growth assets in accounts where you're going to pay the least amount of taxes. And so it's that's kind of what we would call when we're talking about high-level strategies. We're looking at the big picture and saying, all right, well, if we're gonna, if we're time segmenting your assets for growth, for income, and for liquidity, we wanna have a disproportionate amount of our growth assets in things like Roth IRAs and and brokerage accounts because those are more tax efficient. They um, there's also no taxes to your beneficiaries because in a brokerage account you get a step up on death, and a Roth IRA is obviously tax free. So sure,
1: I understand. Um, so-
0: yeah, so those are, that would be kind of a quick example of a high-level strategy.
1: Okay, well, and again, good to know. 800 705 that's the number that can get you started, folks. Let's uh, keep going. One of the other, and I like this one. I wish I had been open to changing strategies. I think we sometimes get so hung up on, you know, we're working for a particular company that may be very generous with their stock options and your stock options. And, and maybe that, that you need to have a second opinion there because that might not be the best way to go.
0: Right. No, you, you see this a lot with, with, with that that particular scenario with uh, people getting over-concentrated in risk uh, with one stock. And so, you know, I, I was recently doing a review with a client and uh, he retired and he had been granted some stock that the company had just gone public. And it initially shot up um, pretty substantially. And now, uh, you know, in the first like three or four months of owning it, and now he retired and the stock has has gone back down and given back all of those gains. Um, so now he, you know, he didn't want to sell it obviously because it was he he was working there at the time. Now he's retired and he's saying, you know what, if it goes back up or when it gets back to a certain level, I'm gonna sell it. And if it doesn't, then we're gonna figure out a strategy on how I can get at least some income off of it. And so, um, you get married to a strategy, and you, it, it's hard to change. Part of the reason for that too is also our industry, right? Um, people fear change because every time they go for a second opinion, the the and this is a this is a, a you know systemic in our in our industry. Sure. The the new financial advisor says that everything that the old financial advisor did was bad, and changes everything. Well, the reality is is that you probably don't need to change everything. I'm sure there's plenty of good things that you've done. It's just, you know, unfortunately, there's a, a handful of bad apples out there that will that, you know, would rather just sell what they're comfortable selling and will we'll tell you to sell out of everything. And that gives the whole industry a bad rap. And it also makes people hesitant to make changes or get second opinions and get advice. And these are the types of things that we talk about in our meetings um, and you know, one of the one of the things that we spend a lot of time doing when I do live events and workshops, and I do have a live event coming up on July twenty first uh, in Celebration, Florida, at the Celebration Town Hall. It's uh, from six to eight thirty on July twenty first. That's a Thursday evening. Um, we would love to see you there. There's no cost. Um, you can go on and. Uh, reserve your spot on our website, which is retireforlife.com slash celebration. So retire, the word for, F-O-R, forlife.com slash celebration. We'd love to see you there. Great. And
1: again, folks, make that uh, visit that website. Get yourself signed up. You can also give us a call here and uh, make an appointment directly with Steve, 800-705-9995. Uh, you've really got nothing to lose. Make the call while you're thinking of it, 800-705-9995.
0: Coming up next, what you can do to better navigate your retirement, how you can manage savings, stretch your dollars, and make sure you don't run out of money. We'll unpack this next
1: We're back on The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Steve, of course, is the founder of Laurel Wealth Solutions, and he is also a non-practicing attorney, which gives you some cool insight, I think, that most advisors don't have. And, uh, of course, again, with 20-plus years in this industry, Steve, you have seen similar situations to what we're in now. I know that it's not exactly the same, but similar,
0: right? It is. is, uh, It's not as bad as 2008, obviously um but we've um we've gone through this a couple of times uh you know with the taper tantrum we went through something similar in 2015 we went through something similar in 2018 in terms of like what you're seeing in cryptocurrency we went through the same thing in 2000 with the the dot coms um so you know that's so a lot of these trends repeat themselves and even um where we are with the interest rate cycle is uh pretty similar to 1994 and um if you go back a little further 1987 and so the there are there are instances throughout history that you can look back at um some of them obviously any you know the ones from you know from the late 90s on I've I've been involved in and have been up close and seen seen firsthand um but you know everything always feels unprecedented when you're going through it But if you if you actually pause and and take a look, there's there have been other other times that we've had high inflation um, and there have been other times that we've had bear markets. And so this is not anything new, even though every time you watch the news they make it sound like it's this time is different and it's it's not. It's it's not.
1: Well, and again, are those the kinds of things, inflation and the way things are right now? Is that one of the things that you're going to talk about at the uh, at your event coming
0: up? Yeah, no, we spend a whole we, we spend a whole bunch of time talking about inflation and the risks that can derail your retirement. Okay. And so um and right now inflation is kind of front and center on everybody's mind. Um it's something that's kind of laid dormant for about 40 years and now um and now it's it's out there, and and people are, are definitely worried about it. Sure, and uh, you
1: know, so here's a different take on it from uh, Peter Schiff, Euro Pacific Capital chief economist, and and uh, host of the Peter Schiff Show. Um, he's uh, a little more gloom and doom, Steve.
0: Not only are we likely entering a recession, we're probably already in
1: one, but this is not just going to be a recession. It's going to be the recession. We have a bigger bubble
0: now than we had in 2008. And when the air comes out of this bubble, it's going to leave a much bigger hangover than the one we had then. The difference is there can be no bailouts
1: this time. So what do you think? I mean, I I know he's, he does a show. That's what he does. He sort of rants and and, uh, people like him, but is he a little more pessimistic than he Uh needs
0: to be? Yeah, he I mean I don't know if you watch sports TV or, or 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 sports radio but like he's like the 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 Stephen A Smith of hot takes where he just makes outrageous hot takes that don't really make any sense and they're sure. based on nothing. And so the, this is not like 2008 whatsoever. I mean, we are going to technically enter a recession, but if you think about a recession and and I'm talking to the the average person out there listening Who's not an economist, right? So an uh, uh, an economist looks and says, "Well, you're technically in a recession if you have two negative quarters of GDP." But when a person thinks about recession, they think about companies laying people off, businesses and stores in their town shutting, closing their doors. They think about uh, companies really struggling, um, you know, hard to find work. None of that stuff is is present right now, and so. While we technically will enter a recession, uh, you know, which is just a second negative quarter of GDP, we're already halfway there. That the the reason our GDP is negative is because we have a trade imbalance, and the reason we have a trade imbalance is because our consumer is much healthier than the rest of the the consumers globally, which means that we're importing goods much faster than we're exporting goods, and so that's what's causing that's what's causing the the trade imbalance the rest of the economy is not is not bad now with the fed with the fed aggressively raising it's possible that we could go into you know we could see some recessionary um effects of that like you could see unemployment start to tick up um but that's not that's not the case right now and it's cert- we're certainly not um in a 2008 or even a 2000 2002 scenario where the, the valuations of these companies, these companies have real earnings now. In 2000, when we had the tech bubble, there was no real earnings. When we had the financial crisis, you had people leveraged on on bonds that, uh, you know, they were basically borrowing 97 cents on the dollar. That's not, that's not present this time around either. Um, and so, yes, people, people uh, have a lot of money tied up in their homes, And there are some people who, um, who especially in this area of the country, have bought properties down here using equity from a home that they have somewhere else. Um, And so, in terms of that, with with interest rates going higher, um, the people who have who have who are over leveraged on home equity loans and home equity lines of credit will will probably have a little bit of an impact. But it's nowhere near what the impact was in 2008 um, during the financial crisis.
1: Sure. And, and uh, so one more quick one here, Sharon Epperson, CNBC, we've heard from her before. She uh, sort of uh, wraps things up with a, a little more optimistic approach. Focus on what you can control, continue to contribute to your retirement accounts, but no matter what, do not panic or make emotional decisions with your retirement money.
0: Well, that's uh, very true. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, no. And, and, and it's funny, like, uh, you know, I, uh, If you go on the laurelws.com website and you read my blog, I basically said the exact same thing that Sharon said. So this is not a time. And the temptation is is to say, all right, if I'm sitting on cash, I want to jump in with both feet and buy this dip. No, because you could be catching a falling sword. It could be going down a little bit more before it goes back up. But what you also don't want to do is panic and sell out of or abandon your strategy. So the best thing to do when the market's like this is to continue forward on your strategy. So if you're making systematic investments into your 401k, continue doing that. Don't stop contributing to your 401k, or don't switch your contributions out of the stock market into bonds. Um, continue, continue doing everything like you normally do, and that's why we do it the way that we do. If you if you if you switch it now midstream, you're actually hurting yourself long term because. The whole premise of you buying systematically into the four hundred one k, or investing in in fixed increments every month, is so that when the market is down like this, you're buying more shares. Sure. And so you don't want to abandon your strategy when things are are are, are bleakest. That's uh that's a recipe for disaster. Now that being said, you also don't need to just sit on your hands uh, if you this could be an opportunity to explore tax strategies and more high level strategies like we talked about in the first segment.
1: Sure. 800-705-9995. That's the number that gets you started, folks. If we piqued your interest, give Steve a call, get on the calendar, have that
0: conversation. 800-705-9995. It's a concept that we've learned again and again. If you fail to prepare, then you prepare to fail. But saving for retirement might mean you've won a battle, but you still haven't won the war yet. It's essential to create that income plan for yourself to use that in retirement. We're back on
1: the retirement referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadows. Of course, uh, Steve is a uh, best-selling author, cookie cut this retirement distribution strategies for the non-conformist president, and founder of Laurel Wealth Solutions. You can find out more about Steve and and the company at laurelws.com. Uh, Steve's uh, twenty; he's got twenty plus years in the business. He is an independent. He's a fiduciary, and yeah, you kind of nailed it there, Steve. We've got to have that income because that is what makes. A retirement successful is that
0: ever growing constant income. Correct. And so if you have the money that you're gonna spend in the next five years in something safe and liquid, and then you have something that's actually producing you the income that you need today so that you don't actually need to 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 withdraw that, then what happens is the money that you have for safety and the money for you that you have for growth, all that really needs to do is keep pace with inflation. And so, if you've if you have a pension and a social security, and let's just say that totals five thousand dollars a month, but your lifestyle is costing you six thousand dollars a month, well, you want to make sure you have enough guaranteed income to meet the expenses that you know you're going to have. So if you have if you created an investment that produced you that extra thousand dollars a month, now your only other expenses are the unplanned expenses, the taxes, and the inflation. And so. If you carve out five years worth of that shortfall, well, that that's going to give you enough to cover probably the taxes and the inflation for those five years, even if the market is down. And then everything else can be invested for growth, meaning that in the years where the market's doing well, you just replenish the cash that you withdrew in the years where the market was doing poorly. Sure. So the market sometimes has a bad year, sometimes has a bad two years. It seldom has a bad five years.
1: Okay, makes sense. The um, so, we talk about income in retirement, and then sometimes we talk about cash flow. Is there a difference between the two, or are they essentially interchangeable?
0: Um, They're not interchangeable. They're so income is uh, what you have coming in, but now you could have uh, theoretically enough income coming in to meet your expenses, but where you could run in a problem with cash flow is when you have that unexpected expense so and this is a, this is a problem that I see uh, a lot of times where especially where someone's dealing with like uh, you know an insurance agent only type thing where they'll they'll have them and th- and this is probably why some of the insurance products like annuities get a bad rap is that someone will put all of their money into an annuity the, or they'll roll over their entire retirement account. Now annuities are great if you're using them specifically for income purposes, Um, but you you always want to have some liquidity in retirement. Liquidity is 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 paramount in in retirement. So if you've put all of your money, say you rolled over your entire 401k into an annuity, and you don't have that cushion in the bank, and now all of a sudden there's a storm and a, a tree falls on your your roof, right? And you're you're having to you're having a major expense. But you you don't have a place where you can just draw from. You don't have you you haven't left any you haven't left yourself any liquidity. So even though you have enough income, you don't have enough liquidity, and then you have a cash flow crisis. So it's not just about taking care of your income. You also have to make sure you maintain enough liquidity to ride through a difficult market cycle, to have enough money for emergencies. So it's really segmenting your assets into three sections a a liquid section which is safe liquid can be accessed at any time without any risk to your principal then you have an income section that's going to produce you whatever your income shortfall is and then if you've taken care of those two things then anything else that you have can be used can be invested for growth because the rest of that money is to bring your overall return of your portfolio higher to help keep pace with inflation and so that but it's it's essential that you take care of the liquid piece and the income piece first
1: of course and and again steve this goes back to really what sort of drives you and and that is education you're teaching the, that's exactly what you're doing and and you've got a great opportunity for folks to experience that as well from with you you've got an event coming up on the 21st of july retireforwealth.com/celebration uh, 721 for life, for life. Oh, for life. Retire okay. So Retire uh, slash celebration. Sorry. The, uh, and again, that's six to eight 30 on, on July 21st. That's a Thursday. Um, so Steve, tell yeah. me about the, uh, tell me about this event. It sounds pretty, uh, it sounds like it's going to be jam packed with great stuff.
0: Yeah, so it is. It's definitely, we're going to be talking about how you put together a retirement distribution plan, all of the components, all of the, all of the things and the risks that you need to address, it's a completely different skill set planning for distribution in retirement than it is for planning in retirement because when you're planning for retirement you're not you're not touching the account in many cases you you can't even touch the account unless you have a hardship and so um whereas in retirement you're you're distributing your money and so these little gyrations in the market it makes you much more prone to panic um, you know so it, it's 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 about investing correctly for this segment of your life. And we go through everything soup to nuts. um Again, it's a two and a half hour workshop. So you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna walk out of there with a good understanding um uh, of of everything you need to do. And um, you know, we would love to see you there. It's it's at Celebration Town Hall on July 21st between 6 and 8 30. And the website is retire for life. That's uh not the number for, that's the word for it. Retire F-O-R life. Uh, so retireforlife.com slash celebration. And, and
1: again, this goes really back to your core of, uh, you know, you know, that uh, you're a, you're a non-practicing attorney. You've got, you know, you've got a lot of education and uh, that has driven you to this point. And right now I think education is key because we, there's so many things going on right now that haven't happened in a long time. And, and most of us, it's uh, it's sort of a distant
0: memory right no and and people are scared right now and and it's great that I'm able to go back out and do this is what I love doing. I love doing the workshops and the teaching and the classes, and I haven't really been able to do uh you know in a live setting very much in the last two years because of, of the pandemic, so um it's great to be back out there doing that and and talking to folks and finding out what what people are nervous about and 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 giving them some peace of mind and so that's that's what you know. That's what makes this job rewarding is when you when you put someone's mind at ease.
1: And there's no cost, and you're not selling anything. This is just purely education. Correct. Okay.
0: Well, good. And and again, uh, folks, that's uh, July
1: 21st. Uh, Retireforlife slash celebration. And uh, before we run out of time, uh, let's talk about debt for a second. Uh, how important is it to be debt
0: free or as close to debt free as possible when we hit retirement? Yeah. This is uh this is a big one. Um, so. If you have credit card debt, high interest rate credit card debt, you want to take care of that and be out of the debt before you retire. So that, that number one. Now, I mentioned this earlier, right? So if you bought, if you're down here in Florida and you have a place, say somewhere in the Northeast or some other part of the country, and you took equity from that property using a home equity line of credit, and I... I I'm saying this specifically because I feel like there are a lot of a, a lot of folks here in Central Florida that have done this um with the thought, all right, well, I'll you know, um I'm still working in wherever, and i'm I'm coming down here part of the year type of thing, and I'll eventually sell and pay it off. Well, the housing market is still great right now uh, in terms of being able to sell. Carrying that debt long term in retirement, especially if your rates are going to reset into the sixes or maybe even in the eights, depending on where interest rates go, um, that can be that can be problematic. So you want to you want to start working through that debt while your interest rate is low. So with with home equity lines of credit, you can you don't have to make um, just a minimum payment. You could obviously pay down principal. And so if you have a teaser rate of say three three and a half, um, but it's only good for this year. Then you'd want to try and bang down as much principal as possible during this year, so that when that when that interest rate resets higher, um, you don't have as much debt.
1: Sure. Well, again, Steve, we're up
0: against the clock. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. Invite folks to call. Right. Yeah. No. We obviously we have the event going on, but we also, if if you want to uh, sit down with us directly, please give us a call, and we will put together a comprehensive retirement distribution plan for you, absolutely free.
1: That's how you get started, folks. It's uh, no cost, no obligation. 800-705-9995. When we come back,
0: it's time for Ask the Advisor. Some interesting questions with solid answers.
1: We are back on The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Of course, uh, Steve is president and founder of Laurel Wealth Solutions. You can check out his website at laurelws.com. He is a fiduciary. He is an independent. uh, Over 20 years helping folks getting to and through retirement. And uh, this is going to be a fun one, Steve, because... We've been talking about the event you've got coming up on July 21st. That is an educational event.
0: Tell me where it is and, and what what can I expect? What uh, what, do you, what are we looking for? So it's in Celebration, Florida at, Cel- at Celebration Town Hall. And what we do is we we start off with kind of the paradigm shift that needs to happen when you're when you're thinking about actually retiring. When you get into that kind of red zone before retirement. Um, the three to five years. So it's a shift in thinking. And so we talk about why there's a shift in thinking. And then we talk about the risks that you're going to need to address that maybe you you haven't thought about or haven't really been of concern to you while you're saving for retirement that will become a major issue um, in retirement. And those uh, inflation is obviously a big one of those. Um, sequence of returns risk is another. And so we're going to talk about some of those risks specifically. Then we're going to talk about a, a basic retirement distribution plan and, and what, what that looks like, what that entails. And then we're going to talk about estate planning and organization and the importance of having everything in a cohesive format. If you've ever had someone, a family member or a loved one pass away who wasn't organized, you can you probably know firsthand it's it's very it, it becomes a very cumbersome process just to even track down what they own because you have to wait for statements to come in the mail and oh by the way a lot of statements nowadays are are electronic so if you don't have that person's email address and password you wouldn't even know if they had had an account coming in so um so it's about it's also about organ organizing that that piece that's the last piece that we talk about we talk about the different types of advisors that are out there um and we talk about some red flags and what you should be aware of um and uh you know things that should kind of make you put your guard up
1: yeah i understand and again folks to, the to sign up for the for the event it's retireforlife.com celebration and that it, it's coming up on july 21st that's a thursday from 6 to 8 30 p.m uh and steve uh, again you obviously there's a, a limit of the number of people so it's important if you want to go folks to go out there sign up and reserve your spot today
0: absolutely yes
1: okay well let's all right so let's get into a couple of questions here while folks are doing that walt is up first he says uh what's going to happen to retirement accounts in this
0: market uh, we don't know do we i mean we can't really say with certainty yeah no i mean the it depends on how you have it segmented and how you ha- how you have it allocated i mean obviously walt if you had it all in disney stock um <laughs> then it would be uh it, it would be down pretty significantly uh this year but um, the key is to have it at properly asset allocated and to carve out the money that you need in the next few years to have it safe so that you can ride out these storms and um, your retirement account will eventually come back up, but it won't come back up if you have to withdraw from it now, because you need the money to live. And so um, what you need to do is figure out, do you have, do you have assets that you can draw from that are safe? uh if not then you you do need to carve out a piece of your retirement accounts uh now before it gets worse to um you know to to have a little bit of money set aside for safety. (laughs) All right, uh, let's see. Mark is up next. Mark says, my
1: 401k has lost over 20% this year and I can't afford to lose that kind of money. Every month I express my concerns to my advisor, but he says not to worry. But I do worry and would love to know what you can do to help alleviate my fears. It's a big part of what
0: you're doing today, I think, Steve. Right, so it starts with education, Mark. And so, uh, and you know, your advisor probably... Uh, is confident that whatever you're allocated in is going to come back up. Um, the question is, Is did he ask you the right questions in terms of when are you going to need the money? Now, you say you can't afford to lose that kind of money. Well, <clears throat> if it's money that you're not spending in the next five years, chances are it's going to come back up. Now, if there's money that you know you're going to need to spend um, and you've done the proper analysis to look at what you're actually spending now, and then you've over you you you've looked at that versus what your your guaranteed sources of income are like pension and social security. Then chances are you would need to do some type of a retirement distribution plan and work with someone who specializes in that, um, because that would mean that your advisor, um, it, you know, probably didn't do that for you, and they're looking at it more from a oh you know just ride this out because um, you're not you're not distributing. But if you're planning on distributing. It's harder to ride out these storms, especially if you haven't carved out the money.
1: Of course. Um,
0: so that's not, that's number one. In terms of alleviating your fears, well, having a plan helps helps to do that, and ha- and understanding why you own what you own helps to do that. So um, one of the red flags that we talk about in the workshop is when the advisor kind of brushes you off when you're when you're scared about something and says, "Oh, don't worry. I'm just trust me. I'm the expert." Right. Or they compare themselves to a doctor, right? First of all, a lot of of financial financial advisors are not similar to doctors in any way, shape, or form. Doctors go to years and years and years of school. Some of these financial advisors were selling cars before they became financial advisors, right? So there's no college degree that's required to become a. You just have to pass a series, uh, a series seven license. So, um, you know, so there's that. They're not. They're not doctors and. They they shouldn't just automatically have your trust. Um, so they should be able to when you're calling about something and you're turned, they should be able to explain why it is you own what you own and reassure you that it's it's still the right strategy. And and that's that's different than someone who's just brushing you off and saying don't worry. And so um, you know, and I don't know maybe your advisor is doing that. I obviously don't know. Without talking to you, I wouldn't know exactly what's going on there. But I would be, uh, it would be a little bit of a red flag if he's just saying, "Hey, trust me, don't worry about it; it's fine." Um, you know, they should be able to articulate why you own what you own, and they should have you educated enough to where you should be able to articulate and understand when the market goes down why you own what you own.
1: All right, that makes sense. And boy, once again, this is the segment went by really fast. I'm going to say this one more time: retireforlife.com/slash. Uh, slash celebration uh that's the uh, that's the website to get signed up for the event on the 21st of july six to eight thirty and uh boy we uh let's just invite folks to call one more time if uh, if they want to have a meeting before that
0: yeah no absolutely we would uh you know like someone like mark if you're concerned about what's going on and you you want to know hey look what what happens now that my 401k has gone down this amount am i still on pace to retire do i do i need to reshift things around? that's that's what we do. That's what you know, that's what the we're going to put together for you. And we do that absolutely free. So please give us a call.
1: 800-705-9995, 800-705-9995. Well, Steve, that's always a pleasure to chat with you and, and just have these conversations.
0: The information is so important for folks to hear, I think. Yeah, no. And especially at times like this, when when you are nervous, this is a this is a good time to reach out to to an advisor. If you haven't been working with an advisor, maybe you've been doing it yourself at a Fidelity or. T. Rowe Price, something like that. This is a good time to um, to reach out to an advisor, or, or you know, uh, if you're if you're not ready to sit down one-on-one, come attend the workshop.
1: Information on this program is educational in nature and is not intended to be a recommendation for any specific investment product, strategy, plan, or other purposes. Information presented is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of subjects discussed. Prior to making any investment or financial decisions, an investor should always seek advice from a financial, insurance, legal, or tax professional that takes into account all of the particular facts and circumstances of an investor's own situation. Laurel Wealth Solutions and or Steven Crusoe offer investment advisory and financial planning services through Bellpoint. Asset Management, LLC, and Investment Advisor registered with Securities and Exchange Commission. Registration with the SEC should not be construed to imply that the SEC has approved or endorsed qualifications or the services Bellpoint Asset Management offers, or that its personnel possesses a particular level of skill, expertise, or training.
0: Coach P Radio.